Um, well, become visible, really. Uh, that's of course that's my uh, that's my business. But uh, don't be afraid to to become visible. That's one thing. Um, and then maybe another thing that I would like to add is follow up. Hello and welcome to episode 33 of the number one coach biz podcast, where it's all about how you can make your coaching business number one in your niche, how you can stand out online and become visible for the people that need your help. Something personal. My personal brand was always all over the place. Recently that changed on my website and on my images. Hi, my name is Anu Anink and I'm a mentor for life and business coaches that want to become number one in their niche. In this episode, I interview Greet Bunnens, owner of HR Vibe and personal branding and business coaching you brand builder. Greet was HR interim manager for years. She was responsible for several HR assignments with her clients. In 2010, she started her first HR consultancy company called HR Vibe. She met lots of freelancers who are good at what they do, their core business, but often have difficulties positioning themselves and standing out from the competition. That is why she started a second company, You Brand Builder. She helps freelancers position themselves via personal branding in order to attract clients and achieve business success. Please enjoy the tips and ideas that Greet shares in his interview. Let's get the show rolling. Thank you for listening to the number one Coach Biz podcast at numberonecoachbiz.com. Hey, hello, Greet. Hi, hello. Welcome to the number one Coach Biz podcast. Well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure being here. Thank you. Um, and I actually always start about the same way. So suppose um, somebody meets you at a networking event and asks you, what do you do? So how do you answer? Well, actually, I've, I've got two companies, uh, but I'm focusing uh, today more on uh, you, Brand Builder, uh, which means that I help uh, entrepreneurs and freelancers position themselves uh, via personal branding in order to stand out from the competition and attract more clients and uh, achieve business success, really, and that feeling of, uh, of financial freedom. And, and what is your other business? The other business is uh, HR Vibe, that's a, the, the name of the company, and I help uh, small and medium-sized uh, business owners uh, get rid of their HR, their human resources worries. And so why did you start, because I, I feel they're different. Yeah. One is concentrated on people in a company, and the other one is concentrated on how a, an entrepreneur or a freelancer um, promotes themselves on, on the internet. So, so, so why did you start these two? Why did you start the second one when you had the first one? Actually, I've been an HR interim manager for about 10 years. And uh, so I did lots of assignments with uh, companies like uh, Johnson & Johnson, Ernst & Young, uh, Microsoft, etc. cetera. Uh, great companies, temporary assignment in human resources. And then after a while, after 10 years, I, I kind of, uh, yeah, I've been there, seen that, etc. And so I decided to turn tables. So when my clients approached me with their assignments in the human resources, I said, well, 
I'm not going to do that for you, but I'm going to find you the, the perfect freelance uh, interim manager or coach or trainer. So that's what I did. And that's the HR Vibe company. Uh, so where I yeah, get rid of all the HR worries with the companies, smaller companies and larger companies, really. And then after a while, um, when I was doing that, I met a lot of freelance interim managers and coaches and trainers and consultants who are very, very good at what they do, but they have difficulties standing out from the competition and the competition is fierce, really. And they also have difficulties um, yeah, branding themselves without feeling like a bragger or selling themselves without feeling so salesy. And that's when I started giving them some advice uh, on personal branding, on their unique selling proposition, on their LinkedIn profiles, etc., etc. And one thing led to another and that made me, because lots of people liked it and they came back to me and said, yeah, well, can you help me with this and can you help me with that? And that uh, gave me the, it gave me the idea to create my second company, uh, U Brand Builder. Um, where I help these interim managers position themselves. Uh, so for me, it's really logic. It was the, I was an interim manager, then I created that HR company, which is doing fine, uh, but I wasn't able to help out those interim managers uh, really personally, individually. When I was working for HR5, so I decided to create another, another company, really. Yeah. So in the beginning, you focused on um, probably on HR people, uh, freelancers that were looking for a brand. That's true. Yeah, the, the typical coaches, the interim managers in, in human resources and uh, and the consultants, the trainers, really those, those people. Um, and I must say that this is still uh, uh, the larger group in my uh, in my client uh, group. Uh, yeah, but that's how it's all started. So it's it's really, for me it's really logic, but I can understand your question that you say, well, it's kind of weird that you, you start a totally different company. Yeah. Uh, and it's, how, how do you balance time between the two businesses? Well, I must say that I'm focusing uh, this the last year. I'm really focusing on the U brand builder sites because the other uh, company is doing rather well. So I am I have one on employee there and I work with several uh, freelancers when necessary so that is that goes pretty well I don't have too much work there uh, and I'm really starting uh, the U brand build was starting it's, it's a, a year now uh, but I'm really focusing on getting that company on track and then we'll see how we can manage both but I must admit that 90% of my time goes to the U brand builder company for the moment yeah and mm -hmm. um, um, you you say it's a five-step branding program. I found that on your website, of course. <laughs> and I, I will, by the way, when you're listening, I will, um, in the show notes, you will find all the links to her website and everything. Um, so you can find her on episode um, 33. So that's number one, coachbiz.com slash episode 33. And, um, uh, and so, so walk us through the five-step program, which is called Brand. Yeah, well, uh, I think it's always interesting when you uh, build your personal brand to have your own signature system. It's something that uh, really enables you to uh, position yourself, but also to make yourself unique compared to your competitors. And my signature system is indeed the brand model. It's five steps, B-R-A-N-D. And uh, the first step is B, become aware of the real you. Um, I'm, I'm just going to go, go over them really quickly and then I can go in depth. Uh, the second one is reach out to your target audience. So the R from reach out to your target audience. 
A is answer your target audience's needs. M is name and claim your brand. And then B is deliver your message and content. So these are the five steps. Now to go a little bit more into detail, um, the first one is become aware of the real you, which is of extreme importance that you really know what you are good at, what's your mastery really. So uh, what are your talents, your passions, etc. What is it that you want to offer to your uh potential client, your ideal client, what's your mastery really? Because um, there's lots of people who tell me, yeah, but personal branding has everything to do with uh, the packaging and image and clothing and style, etc. But that's just a little part of it that's really the cherry on top of the cake. It all starts with yourself. If you are not able to do a good job, if you are not able to deliver a good service, then no need to work on your personal brand because it will never work. So that's why I'm focusing very hard on, on who's the real you. Um, and also because I think it is important that you stay to yourself and that you are authentic in everything that you do also with your personal brand that you just do not become somebody else or something so that's the first step really focusing on what it is that you are good at at your passions and what it is that you want to offer to your potential client and then the second one is uh, reach out to your target audiences it means that you have to know who is your ideal client because you cannot do everything for everybody. I mean, you have to find your niche somewhere or your sweet spot. So it's important that you really focus on a certain uh, group of people um, that you um, that you know well, that you like, uh, and that you really want to service. Um, so there's a second one. Uh, focus on your uh, target audience and once you know okay these are the people that I would really very much like to work with then the important question of course is to, uh, to answer is what is it that you can offer uh, that will relieve their pain as to say so what is what are the problems that you will be able to solve in a unique way what is uh, uh, what are what are the ambitions of your uh, ideal clients? What are their um, yeah? W what is it that you can really help them out with? Uh, so uh, there's a third step. What uh, try to find a unique way in answering uh, your target audience's needs. And then the fourth uh, step is really name and claim your brand. So once you know all that, once you have discovered, okay, this is it, what I want to offer to my ideal client and this is how I will uh, answer their uh, problems in a unique way, then you have your ma marketing message really. You have to figure out, okay, how will I... Um, yeah, how, how will I create a marketing message and the unique selling proposition and the elevator pitch, etc. So that's the name and claim your brand. What's the name of your company? What's the name, uh, the tagline possibly of uh, of your uh, of your logo, etc. So that's the name and claim of your brand. So um, that's um, that's a fourth step. And then the fifth step is um, once you've got your message right, how will you deliver it? How will you bring it across? How will you get it? across to your target audience so what are the channels you will use offline online to get that message across and to be a yeah to position yourself and to build that reputation to build that personal brand so and then we're talking really social media and uh, like this one podcasting or blogging or whatever so what is it that you will do in order for your potential client to find you to reach out to you and to become your client so, mm -hmm. so these are the five steps that's, yeah, that, I, I like that. Of course, it's, it's 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 you can remember it. It's easy, so that's really cool. I don't have that, so that's um, something to remember. How did you become the real you? How did you do that? 
Oh well, I always stay true to myself, and uh, and and it's I must say yeah, it's it is sometimes uh, like searching a little bit um, because um, well it, it's an interesting thing that you ask that because some people tell me yeah uh, you're so successful and then uh, other people tell me um, it's not possible that you are so successful so so it's it's kind of a a, a weird thing and I I think it is very very important that you stay true to yourself true to yourself and that you you really are authentic in everything that you do and just do the things that feel right. Uh, every time that I try to do something different that's not really me, then it that didn't feel right. And I think that then people pick it up and then they say, well, yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not the real you, really. So um, how did I do that? I don't know. It, it's just something that organically grows, but you pick it up and people feel it when you're not authentic and when you're doing the things that are really not, not close to, to who you really are. Yeah. Because I, I wrote a blog post about that and I've listed a number of people I find are really successful uh, and, and because of the way they are, they are truly themselves and some of them are true themselves in a weird kind of way. So they they never, well weird, they never um, pretend and, and I think that's that's really a strong point. Um, at the same point, at the same time, you're also um, rejecting people. Right, because because you are so so who you are, and you know a lot of people hate that, and and, and just a, a small group of people really like what you do. So I I think it's 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 an interesting point, and at the same time it's a very difficult point because um, as a human being um, we we like it to be liked, so we find it very difficult when people hate us. So, but but when you are truly yourself. There's going to be a lot of people that hate you. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's just. Uh, but it's always what is. That's a, a saying like, uh, "Be yourself," because people who matter don't mind, and people who mind don't matter. Uh, and and that's that's something that is important for you to keep in mind uh, that the the people who really matter they will not mind whether they say something strange about you. They like you the way you are, and uh, and that's that's important. Uh, I like what you just said there. Um. I forgot to say this because I have to say congratulations because you've been 15 years together with your husband today. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, married uh, 15 years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I think that is a, it's important to be yourself in your relationship. Otherwise, you can't maintain your relationship for 15 to, for 15 years. So that's a that's a good a good point for you there. Yeah. Thank you. Um, talking about, you just mentioned um, some people see uh, say that they, you are successful and others can't believe that you're just successful. So what does success mean to you? Yeah, well, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good one because for me it's in the little things. I mean, I'm not, not that kind of person who was, who's saying, yeah, well, I will be successful once I have this big house on the beach or something. For me, the success lies in the, in the little things, uh, like when you feel good about, about something that you did, but also when you did a good podcast or a, a webinar or something, or you get a small email uh, of people congratulating you or even when you see your uh, your clients grow and evolve and, and, and do great things, those are the things that make me feel good and, and, and good about what I do. And, and those are the things that really uh, give me the feeling of being successful. It's not like success is that big thing at the end of the horizon or something. Yeah. yeah. So so you, you, you uh, describe all these um, 
small things that you know that make you that make you feel successful. What was the moment that you felt the most successful up till now? Well, um, yeah, it's something that you asked me previously, and I think it is a, it's it's difficult thing to to answer in my business. I must say, I'm I'm not a kind of person who has this uh, rucksack full of uh, heavy stuff. I like to think in a positive way, and so even when I do have setbacks, and I have setbacks, it's which is normal. It's a roller coaster, and sometimes you have your ups and your downs. I don't feel like uh, standing still uh, and regretting things and being negative all the time so for me it's more like everything that 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 that's not going the way i wanted it. it's always a lesson learned and then you go you move on and and, uh, and and you grow and you evolve so which means that for me i have this strange idea that i'm pretty successful in everything that i do that's probably not the case but in my mind it's pretty successful because i don't want to think about all the negative things and the things that are not so successful for me those are the lessons learned and you move on so yeah what's the success moment i can't i can't really say uh, i think yeah when i started my company and uh, when i see that everything is going pretty well that uh, that my the turnover is right is is good and uh, i'm earning enough money that i get compliments that my clients are happy those are the things that may, make me feel successful but there's not this one moment that i can say yeah uh, yeah, that's a, I, I might say, yeah, when I earn 1 million uh, euros or something, but that's not even in my uh, in, in my big goal. So, um, yeah. So, so what is in your big goal then? Well, for me, well, I do feeling financially free, really, and uh, being able to do the things that I really like with the people I really like. So the, the important things in life. Um, and uh, today I'm working very hard um, because I'm and I like working. It's, that's a good thing. But I would like to have some more uh, more time to to spend with the family and the friends. So I think that uh, for me, my goal really is to to have that complete feeling of uh, financial freedom, meaning that you can really do the things that you love with the people that you uh, that you love really. Um, but that's not a tangible goal, uh, if you're asking. Uh, something well, like I, I also feel that this goal is um, often, let's put it that way, is is uh, is uh, gradually moving. Uh, when you earn more money, um, you feel that you need more money to become um, uh, financially free. And also, I'm not sure how you see this, but I also I I do. Uh, my clients are uh, a lot of coaches, female coaches, and. Um, when they talk about financial freedom, they talk about financial freedom of, um, of of herself and her partner. And when I think of financial freedom, I think about me, and that's it. When I'm alone, how how much do I need to be, um, you know, f uh, free financially? And and how do you see it? Is it is it is it? Um, uh, do you feel the same way? Is it a combined um, earnings of the two of you, or do you see I, I need to be financially free? Oh, well, actually, it's, it's it's I think it's both because yeah, I'm, I'm married for 15 years and uh, and we're, we're a couple really, so uh, one doesn't do without the other. So, uh, but it is clear it's my company and my company's uh, and it's me working on the company in the company. Uh, so uh, I 
must admit that I'm focusing really on, uh, yeah, on the turnover I'm making in my companies. My husband doesn't have anything to do with my company. So in that, in that case, I would say, okay, uh, for the company, for the business side, uh, financially free is really focused on that. But there is, this is so intertwined, so uh, one doesn't go without the other. I mean, uh, yeah. no, but I also, I always think so, um, and because you know, before it happened a lot that when your partner either left you or you know um, passed away, for example, um, suddenly um, the female is um, left uh, like like in panic because everything changes and the money is gone and. So, so when I'm looking at financially free, I'm looking at a situation that you can overcome this very easily because you've always focused on that you um, as a person become financially free and um, and you can overcome anything like that when this happens. Yeah, I guess so. But for me, my my, my dream is more to do to be able to do the things with uh, with my husband, with my family, with my friends, etc. So uh, so for, for the dream, it's more like I want to yeah, to bring every, everybody uh, with it. Um, but it's true. If would my husband leave me, then I have to be able to uh, to support myself, etc. But I think it wouldn't it wouldn't be too too difficult actually. Right. <laughs> So who is your big example when you look at people that, that you know in business or in life? Well, um, yeah, it's 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 probably uh, the guy that everybody is talking about. But it's uh, it, Richard Branson is for me uh, really uh, somebody that I look up to because he has this combination. Well, he's really himself. It's not the typical businessman. He has these great ideas, and and what I like about it is that he has an idea and he goes for it. I mean, it's. You, you, I meet a lot of people who say, yeah, uh, if I were to do that or I have a dream that, but they never do anything. They never go into action or whatever. So, And that's one of the things that I like about uh, Richard Branson is that he has an idea and he just goes. I mean, and he realizes it. So uh, this combined also with the fact that um, it's not all about me, myself and I uh, with him. He's also uh, really concerned about uh, about other people, uh, about people in need, etc. So uh, it's, it's really uh, different things that I like about Richard Branson, uh, the creativity also. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, do, you, do you have like a routine during a day that makes it easier to do all your stuff? Uh, because I can imagine that because you, your business started in 2004, so it's just a year old and so it's still a lot of work. Do you have a routine in your day that makes it easier? Well, that's my biggest pitfall. I'm terrible in structuring, and uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I saw your tip there. The the one the one thing that you have to do uh, every day. I mean, and don't do anything else but that one big thing. It's something that I'm gonna try to do uh, as of tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, I, I'm lousy in uh, in everything that has to do with routine, with time management, priority management, etc. So I'm not I'm not. Yeah, so uh, I'm I'm not the the best. Uh, I, I have uh, I don't know whether you know the the bright shiny object syndrome. Yep. Ah, uh, well, that's me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's something I have to be very careful about. Luckily, I have two great uh, virtual assistants, and uh, I ask them also to keep a good close eye on my agenda, especially one of them. Uh, so she. Uh, she always tells me, remember, uh, on Friday, it's your study. 
don't don't uh, put too many meetings in there Friday. Oh, yeah, okay, I remember. Okay, yeah, it's a good thing being flexible, but it's also my biggest pitfall being so flexible. Yeah, I don't have too many routines uh, except for going for a walk with my dog every morning. That's important. Yeah. yeah. Great. Two things you mentioned. I, I want to say because you, you you talked about one thing and it was one of the tips I did in a webinar that you also were in. And um, it, it, it's a good thing is is to to read the book which is called One Thing by Gary Keller. Yeah, okay. I, I, will, I will put it in the show notes so that um, uh, you can. I've talked about it often, and it and it it, it the thing is that it, it gives you an idea of what is the one thing that you want to accomplish in life, and it brings it back to what is the one thing that you need to do today um, to um, add on to the one thing that you want to accomplish in life. Yeah, which is which is a great way of looking at it, and um, and you start with your one thing in the morning, and because that's the time when you're um, you're focused the most, and and you don't need willpower to to do stuff. You need willpower, but you have a lot of it still. And if you postpone it to the end of the day because you think, okay, I'm going to do the one thing at the end, then your willpower is gone, and you won't do it. And then you say, oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow, so it will never happen. So it's a it's a great book, it, it, um, which I advise you to just pick up and read. It's it's in Dutch available and in English, so you can read it anyway. And you mentioned you have two VAs. So um, what what is what is what does one do? What does the other do? And when do you advise people to um, look at an EVA? Uh, yeah, well, they both are quite different, really. Uh, one is Dutch, and one the other one is Flemish. Uh, the the one I work most with is a, is a Flemish, and she does everything like. Uh, well, she's really my uh, my sparing partner too. I mean, she's really my uh, my bras droit in in French, uh, the the right hand. Um, she does everything like uh, uh, fixing meetings, uh, translations. Um, when I have something to look up, um, uh, she organizes webinars together with me, the workshops that we do, the live workshops, I mean, she will organize. She's a very, very smart lady um, who, who is, has really a, a very long-term view on things also. She she really thinks together with me uh, on my on my business, etc. She's she's really wonderful, but she's not the the techie VA. Um, she's not uh, into let let's say WordPress or um, the more technical things like Mailchimp, etc. Uh, and that is why I use uh, my other VA, Kim, um, who's also a great lady, but she's more into yeah all the technical stuff. Uh, uh, she's she's really great too, uh, but with her I, I more have to give some uh, yeah, strict, strict deadlines and very uh, very strict. Uh, I have to tell strictly what she has to do, etc. She's not the, the person that will think along with me in my business. So, if you're looking for a VA, I think it is important that you you do not try to find somebody who's completely like yourself. Um, I have to work with people who are structured, who keep deadlines. Well, I also keep my deadlines, but uh, who who are really focused on getting things done and help me structure my business and uh, and uh, my goals, etc. Um, so I need somebody, yeah, who, who has a, yeah, it's my second mind, really. Who when when I, I tend to forget things sometimes, uh, which is typical I think for, for somebody who's not really structured so uh, she's there to keep me uh, to keep me in the loop and on the straight path and saying yeah don't forget that and don't forget that so it is important that you find somebody who's really complementary to yourself 
and uh, and has has the skills that you don't have uh, or that you do not wish to uh, to grow or develop really. Yeah. And, and when when would you advise um, a, a freelancer to start using a VA or a, a, a professional? Well, as soon as possible, I would say. Yeah. Mm. It's a yeah. It's an investment. I mean, I have this discussion with lots of my clients too. They say, yeah, well, it costs too much, but there's, an, there's a difference between an investment and an expense. An expense is a cost. An investment is something that, where you, uh, you, will, you will get return and the return on the investment has to be higher than the investment itself. So, uh, so yeah, for me, it's as soon as possible, as soon as you can, uh, yeah, you have some money to, to invest in those people. I would uh, really advise that because there's so many things that you have to do when you're all by yourself. And there's so many interesting things. And the interesting things are the things that you do with your clients. And then these are the things that, that, the, that bring in the money, etc. Those are the things that you should be focusing on. You should not focus all your time on uh, on MailChimp and on the layout of a document or whatever. So uh, that's, that's a waste of your time and your money also. So, uh, yeah, so as soon as possible. And, and because you, you talked about uh, the most important things that you need to do, uh, one of the important things that you need to do is, of course, marketing and sales. Yeah. How much time um, do you spend and how much time do you advise your clients to spend on it? Well, I say at least 10 percent. Uh, that's the advice that I give to my uh, to my clients. For me, it's much more. But uh, that's also because I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a branding specialist, meaning that marketing and branding and sales are very important in my business. And so it's it's kind of double. I mean, not only do I spend, for instance, quite some time on social media, it's for my own branding, but it's also I'm always learning and uh, and developing myself, etc. In, for instance, um, social media. So I guess I'm spending more time than the average person on on marketing and sales uh, because uh, for me it's not only for myself but also to yeah, to keep up to date with everything that's going on so it's, it's also kind of personal development that I will use uh, later on with my clients um, but 10% is for me a, a minimum yeah. I don't know how you think about that well actually, actually I, I, I always advise at least 20% yeah 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 I think so too but so at least a day in a week you should spend on, on, on marketing and sales yeah yeah um, if you would go back in time <clears throat> when you start your business, which is, I would say, um, HR Vibe, because it's that started in 2010, and um, you have all the knowledge that you have now, what is the one thing that you wanted to know then when you started? Well, what, um, what I find most difficult oops, um, is um, the being alone alleen is maar alleen in Dutch uh, so that's the if I would have known that I don't know what I would have changed but um, that's the thing that bothers me the most and um, what I would do well I do have a coach uh, I have several coaches really so that helps me uh, but I, what I advise people is to find uh, like-minded uh, people entrepreneurs um 
like a sparring partner, uh, like masterminds, etc., buddies or whatever, uh, in order to uh, yeah to have a sounding board really. Now that is something that I I would do from the beginning um, because that's something that I yeah I was surprised to see that it's it's kind of lonely uh, sometimes. Uh, I'm a real people person and my clients are people that's a that's a sure thing but yeah it's not, not yeah it's not the same of course i need i i miss a sounding board and having a mastermind group or, or buddies and it's and especially a coach is yeah, is really important or a mentor yeah so are you part of a mastermind group at the moment well i'm, I'm now yeah i was uh, but we finished now and now we're moving on and i'm just about to create a new uh, mastermind uh, group uh, I just said I was on the phone with two people. So if we are four or five, then uh, then that that's nice. So uh, I'm hoping to start in September because people are leaving on holidays, etc. But afterwards, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm also in in multiple masterminds because I think it's really important. And I always talk about with my clients about it to join or I try to maybe um, set up a mastermind for them. Um, what is what is your biggest tip? Your number one tip for a coach that's listening right now um well become visible really uh that's of course that's my uh that's my business but uh, don't be afraid to to become visible that's one thing um and then maybe another thing that i would like to add is follow up don't give up and follow up i mean uh even if a, a, a potential client doesn't return your call after t- two times or something uh do follow up and uh, and do not give up uh, continue for seven times and then then it's okay <laughs> right if you haven't tried it seven times and then you're a loser that's not what i'm saying but that's something that i read and i said yeah maybe uh, i should remember that all the time so yeah <laughs> well I, I there was another um podcast interview i had with um uh, cindy franken and um, which is episode um 30 and um, she says, well, the, the most action happens between um, following number seven until number 12. Oh, so, yeah. so actually, it is uh, if you give up before seven or six, um, you lose a lot of business. That's what you were saying. Yeah. So that, was, that was an interesting point of view. Yeah. Yeah. We, were okay, always, I, we were always afraid of being turned down or, uh, or harassing people or being too pushy or whatever. So... And we needn't. I mean, uh, you're helping out these people, so that's what you have to keep in mind. You're helping your potential uh, customers or clients solve their problems. So have that. You have to have that mindset, another mindset of somebody who is being pushy or salesy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Everybody feels that they are. After two times, they already feel pushy. I, I have the same feeling, of course, but I keep my, telling myself, no, no, no. I am. I'm helping these people. They didn't just get to it. Uh, they want to do something. They want to change something because that was the first um, uh, reason why they contacted me. So I need to follow up to make sure that they can uh, pursue what they were going for. Final question for you, Chris. Who would you love to hear in this podcast? Uh, Richard Brands. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll try. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I have to add something now to this because I I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, interview more successful female coaches. So if I rephrase my question, which female successful coach would you like to hear in this podcast? 
Well, if we're talking about somebody, uh, a Dutch uh, uh, lady, then I would say uh, Laura Babajowski, but uh, maybe you've already had a meeting with her. No, I haven't. Okay, uh, that's uh, she's a Dutch lady, and if we go more global, then it's uh, I would say Ali Brown. Um, she's also uh, a, a really guru uh, in the U.S. Who, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's that's two two good um, coaches that that would be wonderful to hear um, yeah. to get into my podcast. Yeah. Let's see if I can manage that. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thanks for your um, time and your um, help and support. Um, thank you. Uh, and I'd love to talk to you later. Okay, thank you very much and bye-bye. Enjoy your day. Enjoy the summer. Yes. Okay, bye-bye. That was a lovely interview with Greet. You can find the names and links that Greet mentioned in the post that goes with this episode. Please visit numberonecoachbiz.com slash episode 33 for direct access. Don't forget to subscribe to the Number One Coach Biz podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Can you do me a huge favor? So more coaches will discover this podcast like you do. Give this podcast your eyes rating and review. This will really help me to get this podcast out there. Thank you for that. Just send me a quick email letting me know you did this and I will send you a surprise. You can reach me at erno at Number1coachbiz.com. I'd love to hear from you. Please listen to the following episode, a wonderful interview with Sally Hope. Thank you for listening to the Number One Coach Biz podcast at numberonecoachbiz.com.